Welcome to the Crystal Pain Show, where we help you embrace your life right where you are and give you practical steps to get to where you want to go. Whether you are in your car, folding laundry, cooking, cleaning, or maybe even just enjoying a cup of coffee and a few minutes of quiet, we're so glad you're joining us today. Here's your host, wife, mother of four, foster mom, entrepreneur, and author, Crystal Payne. Welcome to the very last episode of The Crystal Payne Show for 2022. Jesse, it has been a year. That is an understatement. And so today we are just going to do a look back on this past year. We're going to share some things on this podcast that have not been talked about anywhere else on the internet. I feel like you are kind of the people who get to be in the know about some things that maybe I don't feel comfortable kind of sharing with the whole world. And we also have some very exciting news that we're going to announce to you all first. No one else on the internet is going to know until a few days after this podcast airs, actually after the event happens. So this is first news people. And we are excited to just get to dive into a look back on this past year and all that God has done, all that God has taught us and share with you just a little peek into next year as well. We're just excited for all that's been going on. But I would say one of the big things this year was finishing my book. I don't know that I have said the title on the podcast. It is called The Time-Saving Mom. Is that what you were going to announce? No. Mm-mm. Okay. Okay. So, we, but we already have out of the gate right here. We have Tell an announcement. What? The book is actually up on Amazon if you want to go pre-order it. Um, I'm not really talking about it a lot right now, but I will. Um, we'll probably have a few episodes that are dedicated to talk more about it. But in a nutshell, it is just my heart and my passion to help women love their life and live with intention. That is my byline on Instagram. And that is really my heartbeat. And so this book is really kind of helping you get inside my brain, how I order my days, how I organize my routine, um, and just the systems that I have in place that I didn't even realize that I had. But when my publisher really encouraged me to write this book, I started stepping back and saying, do I have systems in place? And recognizing that I do have some very simple systems. And these are the things that allow our life and our home to run for the most part smoothly. And so finishing that book this past year and getting all the editing done and everything done. So it is now getting printed and um, will be coming out March 7th is the um, date that is supposed to be published. Obviously, things can always change because you never know with this world, but that is the plan right now. And this past week, I actually got to do record the audiobook. It's called Narrate, actually Narrate the Audiobook. And that was really special to just get to sit in a studio and recount what God has done because this book is really the story of us um, just this journey that we've been on. I wrote the book when I was in the middle of morning, noon, and night sickness. Did not know when I said yes to writing the book that we were going to have Micah, who is sitting across in Jesse's yeah, lap right just, now, joining us. Presence known. Also, he has seen his bottle and eyeing it. I think that's what he wants. That's why he's making little noises. And 
also didn't know that we were going to be saying yes to adopting baby D. And so I got to live out the message of this book while writing it. It was very much written in the trenches. And um, so I'm just really, really excited about it. And it talks about a lot of foundational principles, not just how-tos and practical applications, but really the heart and the posture behind how to live a life that matters from a space of grace and peace and joy. So The Time-Saving Mom, you can go check it out on Amazon. Um, But that was a big event of this past year. And I'm excited. Honestly, if that was the only thing to have happened, it would still have been a really big deal. (laughs) But it's only a pebble. So the second, as we look back on this year, obviously, Micah, just the gift of his life. And and Jesse, you and I remember whenever we found out, (laughs) to our great surprise, Uh, that I was expecting and just kind of that shock that whole entire week of you and I just going through the week we hadn't told anyone because we were just trying to wrap our heads around it and just kind of we would look at each other and be like we're doing this (laughs) and and just his whole pregnancy was so many ups and downs and um, a lot of challenges by far my hardest pregnancy I bled more, had more scares than I've ever had in any pregnancy. Well, I mean, I've actually never really bled in a pregnancy before, and it happened many times throughout the pregnancy. Um, And just so many times when we thought, you know, we didn't know if we were going to, you know, have him, if he was going to be okay. And God was so gracious and faithful. And just to look at his little life and to just, you know, his name means who is like God. And truly, I look at him and just from knowing that his life, according to all the doctors and the test, should not be here because we weren't even candidates for IVF because of all of our fertility issues. And yet, only God only God. And just so grateful for him. Um, Also so grateful to be on this side of the pregnancy. He was born June 20th, and I was very, very grateful to now have him. I am very grateful that he is outside of my body and um, bringing so much joy to our home. And he's just in that stage. He's almost six months and just smiling and laughing and starting to babble. He wants to eat. He is grabbing for everything, sitting up, trying to scoot. And just you see how he's learning so much every day. And it just brings so much joy to our home. But on the flip side, Jesse, I think you would agree with me that having three teenagers and three tiny ones one who has a lot of special needs has probably been this this season since his birth one of the most stretching seasons of our life. Oh, definitely. But we say it is one of the most stretching. We realize that when God takes us through these times, it stretches us. It may just makes us stronger. Mm-hmm. And th- we've seen that over and over with Champ and other opportunities that we've had for stretching. Mm-hmm. We know that this is just a season. It's a tough season, but we'll get through it. Well, and I think that when you have the perspective of teenagers, it helps you to recognize how quickly the little years go by. Mm-hmm. And in two more years, we'll be 
likely in an entirely different season. We have a two and a half year old, a two year old, and on an almost six month old. And in two years from now, we're going to have a four and a half year old, a four year old, and a two year old, and like two and a half, two and a half year old. And just to think of that changes things so much. You know, I feel like by the time a child is three and a half, four, Mm they have so much more independence than they do when they're two and a half or one and a half. And so just for us to recognize how quickly the time goes by and to just cherish this season, even though it is messy and chaotic and there's a lot of crying some days, there's not a lot of sleeping happening some nights and just recognizing that it's a beautiful season as well. And so I think our perspective has been shifted because of having teenagers and just really trying to soak up and savor and enjoy the season and also rely upon the Lord in those many days when it feels tiring and like we're stretched too far to just know we not might not be enough. We aren't enough in our own strength, but God is enough. And so relying upon his faithfulness and looking to him and trusting him and seeing him be so faithful. I think the other big thing of this year has been we have a senior and a junior. And so we are thick in college. And so we're doing the newborn thing. You know, we did that this year and we're also doing the college thing this year. And that's been a whole learning process for us. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. And coming alongside both of them as they're going through and just remembering what I went through and preparing for college. And, you know, I only applied to what one place, but we're taking an opportunity to compare test scores and scholarship. You, app, you applied you know. to more than one because you also went to Patrick Henry. So you would have applied True, to but I Wichita only applied, State and I think, Patrick to Henry. One, to one undergraduate. Okay. For, for, as, as a freshman. So. so we set the goal for her to apply to 10 colleges. and um, I was shocked. She did it. She did it. And mm-hmm. she did it on her own. She asked us for a little bit of help. She needed help with filling out the FAFSA because you have to have parental right. help with that and signatures. Um, and I think she asked us a few other questions, but really she said it was so good. She had to... You know, she told me, she said, I had all these tabs open on my computer because I was having to research what these things mean and go dig and find and look. And I feel like for her, it was very fulfilling. Mm-hmm. She, she said she just has this newfound confidence because we didn't hold her hand through the process. And we kind of were like, just cheering her from the sidelines. And, you know, if she needed our help, we were happy to help her, but really wanting her to take ownership of this and do this herself and really seek the Lord and pray and ask him for wisdom. And she has uh, been accepted to so far all the colleges that she has applied to, which I think is also really encouraging her. Mm -hmm. We're still waiting on a few that they don't send their acceptance letters until some it should happen in the next few weeks um but i think that there's just you know watching her go through this process and her be stretched mm-hmm. you know cuz she's having to she's doing all this while she's also working in a management position at her job and you know she's in school and also helping at home and 
just juggling a lot of different things. And I feel like as parents, that's been so rewarding to watch her stepping out. And then I feel like she's setting such a great example for Caitlin, who is now, you know, gearing up for the ACT and looking at colleges. And we're starting to get all the college mail for her as well. And um, so it's just been, it's been a good process. And I think for us also a good process of practicing letting go. Mm-hmm. And just recognizing like we're on the cusp of this new season where we're not all in our immediate family going to be under the same roof. Did I say that? Do you say roof or roof? Roof. Roof. I read something the other day, this total tangent, but it was something about how, how you pronounce roof tells whether you are educated or uneducated. And I think that I, well, however I pronounce it was the wrong way. I was like, Okay. R-O-O-F. Anyway, we will not be under that same, the same, in the same house. Uh, the same awning on top of the house. Yes. <laughs> for always. And just recognizing that this episode is sponsored by Byheart. And I feel like I need to preface what I'm going to say with this. I'm a huge advocate of breastfeeding. Anyone who knows me well knows that nursing is something I believe in, and all five of our biological children were breastfed until they were 19 to 23 months old. However, we also have fostered and adopted, and I've been so grateful for formula companies in those situations. I'm also grateful for formula companies because our last two biological children, I really struggled with my supply and did all the things, spent so much time and effort and just was never able to produce enough for them to be able to gain weight and not be hungry. And so I was so grateful for companies like Byheart. Byheart is an infant nutrition company built from the ground up to deliver real innovation on behalf of babies and parents. Their mission is simple make the best formula in the world. Using the latest in breast milk science, Byheart created a clinically proven, easy to digest infant formula that's made with organic, grass fed whole milk, certified clean ingredients, and features a patented protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. They're made with certified clean ingredients. It has no soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about Byheart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast with code crystal for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. So go to byheart.com forward slash podcast and use crystal to get your welcome offer. Another big thing as we look back on this past year was really digging into community. I think that's something that you and I have prioritized a lot this year. With my pregnancy, I am kind of one of those people that become a little bit more of a hermit for a while because I just, especially this pregnancy, did not feel well and don't have a lot of energy. So it's just focusing on doing the essentials and being present with my family. But then after Micah was born, just really tried to be very intentional about jumping back into community. And I read this book by Jenny Allen that I think I talked about it on the podcast, Find Your People. And that was so encouraging to me and helped me to just have the courage to step out again and put myself out there. And it's really resulted in a lot of beautiful deepening of friendships that we already had. And then growing new friendships as well. We've joined a new community group and just being 
really involved um, just in our community, in our church. Just um, I was in a Bible study all this past semester and just really looking for opportunities and saying yes to opportunities to be in people's lives and be in community with one another and just so grateful for how God has answered so many prayers that I've prayed for community and just seeing his faithfulness there. And yes, it's meant, Jesse, I think you would agree. We've had a lot of awkward <laughs> this past year, showing up to a lot of things, being the only ones who didn't know anyone or you know, stepping into something that was outside of our comfort zone, but continuing to show up and show up and show up and just really seeing God use that to deepen relationships and just ending this year so grateful for the community that he's given us. He's also provided a lot of opportunities, and I feel like especially the second half of this year, for me to speak on foster care. Um, He just keeps bringing people into our path that are interested in foster care or who are fostering or who want to be involved in some way in foster care. And so through my position with Tennessee Alliance for Kids, I'm the board president of that organization. And then also just through word of mouth, through people who know that we're fostering, we've just gotten connected with a lot of different people in the last six months who are interested in fostering. And I just consider it a great honor to get to sit down with just this past week. I went out to dinner next and a few weeks I'm going out to coffee with just and sitting down with families who are interested in fostering and getting to just share our experience. And um, I'm just grateful and thankful. And I don't know what God is up to, but I feel like there's something stirring where he's giving me that opportunity to really encourage other families and come alongside families. And I don't know what the future holds for us with foster care, but I know that it's something that is such a deep passion of ours. And so I'm grateful for the opportunities God's given us. Also this past year, we started homeschooling again, which was something that, you know, a few years ago, we never would have really envisioned that we were going to have these young children who we would be homeschooling. Uh, So Kirsten, she's just fascinated and interested in learning everything she can. And and it's she's very self-motivated, self-driven, constantly asking letters, numbers, shapes, colors, what words say, pointing things out, asking questions. And so I started, I've talked about it on the podcast, but My Father's World, we did the preschool program, which we just are finishing this week and getting ready to start the pre-K program just because she loved it so much and she's ready to move on. But that's been really fun and something that I didn't dream I was going to get to do again. Those of you who haven't been around for a long time might not know that we homeschooled our older three for six years, and I loved that, but then God led them to be in a Christian school, and that's been a great experience for them as well, but it's been fun. I kind of go back to my roots because Jesse and I were both homeschooled, and so we have kind of that deep... um, just connection, I guess you would say, to homeschooling. And that's been really fun. And Jesse, you are so great at turning everything into a learning opportunity. (laughs) So (laughs) Kirsten has learned a lot from that. And I'm excited to get to bring the other two little ones more as they get a little bit older and more interested into what we're doing as well. 
So the two last things that I want to talk about are things that we haven't talked about anywhere else. And um, so y'all get to know it first. Um, Some of you have probably picked up on the hints, but um, we, for the first time, had a child in a dating relationship this year. (laughs) So that was a whole new thing. And it actually started at the very beginning of the year. And um, we pretty quickly caught on to the fact that there was a young man who was very interested in Catherine and was spending a lot of time at our house. And um, we were just grateful for the opportunity that we got to know him really well. And then he came to you, Jesse, and asked for your permission Mm -hmm. to date her. And that's just been a really beautiful thing. And, And we don't talk about it, you know, haven't talked about it online. Um, There's been pictures here and there that people have kind of connect the dots on things, but um, we really want to give them their space. This is, you know, their life and their story. Um, But as parents, that's been a whole new adventure. (laughs) (laughs) To say the least. And it's, it's been, it's been so good. But again, I feel like that's been stretching of just really relying upon the Lord and asking God for wisdom to know how to walk that well. Mm-hmm. Lots and lots of time and conversations and prayer. And um, we're just grateful for what God has done and is doing um, through that and just really thankful. But that's definitely been a big part of our 2022. There's definitely been a lot of intentionality behind it. It's not something that has happened happenstance. Mm-hmm. And um, also, it's another stage of raising arrows to be let go. Mm-hmm. And the, we have known since the beginning that we're raising our children to be shot out into the world mm-hmm. and not to stay in the quiver. Mm-hmm. So, this is just one more step in that direction. Mm-hmm. And it's it's been really... I don't know, just to see so many prayers answered in so many ways that we wouldn't have, like, we couldn't have written this Mm -hmm. and just seeing how God is writing stories that we couldn't dream up or imagine. And we're just really grateful. And a lot of times, you know, people, we even did a podcast on, um, you know, do we let our kids date? And we've just always said, seek the Lord and it's going to be on a case by case sort of basis and lots of conversations. And that is how it has turned out. And mm-hmm. we don't know what the future holds for this. And, and we're just holding our hands open and lots of prayer and trusting God. But we have grown as parents, we've grown in our relationship with her and we've seen her grow through so much through it. So our final thing, some of you probably have figured out what we're going to announce, but we are super, super, super excited because we have been knowing that this was a possibility for a few weeks, but we got the final. There's going to be another child, right? (laughs) We've been knowing this was going to be a possibility, but it wasn't finalized. And then last Friday, we got a text that confirmed that Baby D's adoption is happening, y'all, on the 22nd of December. That should be two days after this podcast drops, and we could not be more excited. We decided not to announce the date publicly on the internet to everyone just because I 
don't plan to talk about it or be posting about it until after it actually happens because I really, really, really want to be able to be fully present for just that day. And I want to be able to just kind of, I was thinking about how like the verse that talks about like Mary treasured all these things in her heart. And I feel like that is, that's really what I want for that day to just be able to be savoring it and soaking it up. And I feel like if I am also feeling like I need to be sharing with the internet in real time, I won't be able to just fully savor Mm -hmm. the day. And I've never done this before. So I just don't know exactly what to expect. But I know we've both had a lot of emotions leading up to it. We're very, very excited. But at the same time, there's this piece of it that is deep grief and sadness as well for him and for his mom and for his siblings of just knowing like, this is also breaking up a family. Like it's bringing together a family while it's undoing another family. And we don't hold that lightly. And so I never have felt like I have held such deep, differing emotions at the same time. But at the same time, we're very grateful that his mom is able to continue to be involved in our lives and that we can love her and share pictures with her. And my big dream is that someday he's going to be able to talk and we're going to be able to teach him Spanish so that he can, we can take video for her of him speaking her language and he's saying, I love you or different things to her in Spanish. I don't know what the future holds because right now he doesn't say words yet, but we're really hopeful that he is going to in the future. And I would just love for that. So we are excited. Micah, what's wrong, baby? Almost made it all the way through. Almost. You're just saying it's done. He's waving his hands, but um, we will hopefully, you know, it's DCS and things can always change. That's another reason why I did not announce it publicly just because I know that something could happen, but the plan is right now it should be um, Thursday morning around 9 or 9.30, um, and we're very, very excited and um, can't wait to get to share pictures. So I will be sharing on Instagram. We've hired a photographer that should be there, and um, she's going to try to get me some pictures within 24 hours so that I can post online. So sometime the evening of the 22nd or the 23rd, the plan is, Lord willing, I will be sharing his name and his face. And we just are really, really excited to get to introduce him formally, officially um, to the world. And we're just really, really grateful. And we could not think of any better way to cap out 2022 than with his adoption. Thank you for joining us today. For more great resources, please visit crystalpain.com. 